All right, another episode of the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining the community and the conversation. Before we begin, I wanted to get to something right off the top. I've noticed as I travel around the great state of Washington, up and down I-5, that it seems that patience is being stretched. People are kind of at a boiling point, not just with the government, but with each other. And I just want to take time to tell you, to tell, help you tell and encourage your friends, your family, to forgive yourself. Forgive others. It's only natural right now with this fire hose of information coming at us, a lot of which is misinformation or hyperbole or hysteria. It's natural it's, as the country is shut down and a lot of us are having a tough time making ends meet. Let's be patient with each other. Let's understand that we may not know what the other person is going through. Take a pass on anger. And forgive yourself for being confused. Forgive other people for being confused. Whether you're a, a shut-in, shut-it-all-down person, or a, or a let's-open-it-back-up, let's-get-open-now type person, there's information on both sides that you can kind of understand where the other person is coming from. So let's have a little bit more patience with each other. Let's forgive ourselves, and let's forgive our neighbors. All right? That's how we get through this. Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common-sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Fratt, the Conservative Hippie. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Thank you for visiting. Thank you for joining. Hit that subscribe button. I sure do like you guys a lot, and I'm happy you're here. So, I've got an interesting show today. It's not going to be a long, drawn-out show. Um, there are so many theories of conspiracy, theories of wonderment, aliens, time travel. You know, it depends on who you talk to. I guess, I guess from some people, you know, Trump is some madman, some deranged, self-possessed egomaniac that's taking over the country like a dictator. Others see him as some sort of prophet, the prophet Trump who can do no wrong and will take us, steer us into the next level of government. Yes. Oh, man. You got both ends, right? Okay. A lot of times, whether you're on one end or the other, sometimes it's easy to see a line to, to just scratch the surface of some information and with uh, confirmation bias or, or just if you have a proclivity to believe in conspiracy, uh, you, can, you can dive into those things. And it can be problematic and troubling. Sometimes you can't just scratch the surface. You just got to dig a little bit deeper. Sometimes you got to take a step back and just analyze the situation. Use your common sense tool that's in everybody's head. Use your common sense tool just to say, hey, is this, oh, what did, what did Mr. Mike Lawless teach us? What are the three Ps? Is it plausible? Is it possible? 
And is it probable? Okay, so it's always important. That's just a, a fancy way of saying use your common sense to look at something from a different angle, all right? I had an interesting DM on Twitter, and it sent me, uh, it was a surface scratcher, and then I had to take a step back and look at it again. And then once I dug a little bit deeper, I found an amazing piece of information that I wanted to share with you guys that illuminates on uh, some of this COVID nonsense that's going around, some of this uh, hysteria. Some would say the setup. Some would say, you know, the plan, if you will. Now, I know not a lot of you aren't there, so so I'll be quiet about my, my theories of conspiracy with the COVID. But let's just get to this story. All right, the story begins. Somebody placed me in one of these uh, DM groups on Twitter. And that's fine. Okay, a little private messaging. Uh, you know, you maybe you could consider it uh, crowdsourcing information, you know, debating and working out problems, solving them together in a small group uh, in a private setting. Fine, fine, fine. I don't mind being a part of a group like that. So someone posts, they said, oh my God, it's blowing my mind. Questioned everything. Apparently, they had found a tweet where somebody posted a YouTube show, so a clip, sorry, of a TV show from 2003 called The Dead Zone. And in this episode of The Dead Zone, they talk about the coronavirus. This, okay, so in this dead zone, the world is being plagued by a coronavirus and there's a cure. What is this cure? It's hydrochloroquine. Oh my God, mine's blown. Holy cow, what? 2003 on a TV show called The Dead Zone? I mean, who are these people? What did they know? Are they part of the global cabal planning our demise? This is some future predictive shit right here. Let me give you some clips from the show. Well, he saw something. What is it? I saw a virus. I think some kind of disease. A, a virus? Like what? Like SARS? I, I don't know. All I know is that it's highly infectious. It may be fatal. Right now, we could all be infected. Okay, okay. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. They, they got me. What? I mean, the government just released the legitimate existence of UFOs, and people don't seem to care much. So now, you know, hey, I'm willing to contemplate some weird TV premonition. Yeah, buddy, I'm down. Let's go. All right. So what's this show I've never heard of? Mind Hunter, Mind Freak? Uh, no, it's called Dead Zone. And the episode in question is called Plague. So I looked it up on IMDb. I mean, I've got to investigate this, right? I mean, some future premonition shit going on. 2003, Dead Zone. What? It's about a guy named Johnny, a science teacher. Just living a good old life, engaged with family, until one day he gets into a car accident. And he's in a coma for six years dum 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 he awakens from his coma and his his fiance is has been married to somebody else his mom's dead life's in shambles waking up from a coma but johnny's got something 
something he developed in the car accident or the coma. When he touches people, he can see their future. All right, all right. That's about as much as I could possibly read from the IMDb page of this show. What is it? Mind Hunter, Mind Free, uh, Dead Zone. That's it. Dead Zone. All right. But anyways, my bullshit meter is like just, just going off the charts at this point. But I have to, I have to keep going. Here's another clip from Dead Zone Plague 2003. We know it acts like a virus. It causes high fever and respiratory distress. Whatever it is, it originated in China. I'm authorizing a quarantine on everyone who's come in contact with a symptomatic person. Okay, okay. I mean, that's strange, right? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar? You've got a some sort of strange virus or some coronavirus it's affecting the respiratory system they're they're wearing masks and they're talking about quarantine they're they're shutting everything down holy cow that's that's 2020 this is in 2003 but wait there's more when they were so the chloroquine the malaria. so the chloroquine is it. This is your virus. I'm sorry, but there's no cure for that. Chloroquine, that's an anti-malarial drug. No. Listen, it suppresses the enzymes. What happened? We started everyone on chloroquine, stopped the thing dead in its tracks. Now, the CDC would have figured it out eventually, but not in time. I know I keep saying it, but what? I mean, mind. I can, I understand why somebody sent me that link. I mean, you got to check this out. Mindhunter, I mean, Dead Zone 2003 predicts what's going to happen in 2020. And Trump right out there with the cure. I mean, it's all just amazing. But then, you know, it just, not everybody's got a quantum computer capable of time travel, information time travel. More on that later to come. Not this episode, but in the future, I promise. And I thought, gosh, it just that just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. So I thought, what what's gonna happen? What's going on in that day and age? In that episode, they mentioned SARS, and so I started looking into it. Okay. In my lifetime, we've had the H1N1, a.k.a. the swine flu. We've had Ebola, all right, scary African, uh, uh, what, what, I don't know what to call that one. You've got the MERS, that was the Middle Eastern respiratory ailment. You've had the Zika, oh man, that was like killing babies in the womb. That was some scary stuff. And then of course you've got the original COVID, the SARS, um, when was that again? When, when was SARS again? Oh, that's right. SARS, a.k.a. Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, became a huge thing in 2002 and 2003. That's when the SARS outbreak was. So this show, they're just kind of playing on current topical events things that are on people's mind creating creating themes from that but i okay all right all right i hear you i hear you 
the uh, theorist of conspiracies. I hear you. The chloroquine. That was awfully weird. I mean, the end of the show, they solve uh, chloroquine saves everybody. That is strange. So that's where I had to do a little bit more digging. Honestly, I don't remember exactly what I searched for. I think it was hydrochloroquine and SARS. Forget the hot tub time machine or dead zone, whatever that TV show was called. Just forget about that. I just stumbled onto the real theory of conspiracy. But I wouldn't have got there without my friend sending me the hot tub time machine dead zone clip. I found a study on the National Institute of Health website in the Virology Journal. The title of this study, or paper, I'm not a scientist, folks, okay? So if I use the wrong terms, I apologize. Chloroquine is a potent inhibitor of SARS coronavirus infection and spread. It was published in 2005. Here are a few notes from the results section of the study. Chloroquine has strong antiviral effects on SARS-CoV infection in primate cells. These inhibitory effects are observed when the cells are treated with the drug either before or after exposure to the virus, suggesting both prophylactic and therapeutic advantage. Yeah, I guess that's my uh, that's my scientist voice. Do, do, do I need to read that again? A study in 2005, after the SARS outbreak, found that chloroquine had strong antiviral effects, not just as a treatment, but also as a prophylactic. Meaning, not only could they treat people if they came down with SARS-CoV-2, okay, coronavirus, let's just call it coronavirus, but it could also help prevent people from getting the SARS coronavirus. Interesting, interesting. 2005, remember, 2005. What year is it? We've shut the country down. We've shut the world down. What year is it? It's 2020. Okay. Just want to make sure. Okay, let, let's stop fooling around. What, what are we trying to say? Through common sense, what can we glean from this information? Remember, this wasn't... I'm not going to take credit for deep digging and exhaustive research. I, I put in the right search term, and one of the first things I found was this journal study. I haven't done any more digging since then. We've known of hydrochloroquine as a treatment cure of coronavirus since 2005. Clearly, this L.A. writer doesn't have a quantum computer and is communicating with somebody in the future, some A.I. in the future. Clearly, this L.A. writer who wrote Dead Zone, that episode, Plague, 
clearly knew about studies with hydrochloroquine going on at the time when the SARS outbreak was there in 2002-2003. 2005, this study is published. It's probably only one of many studies. My point is, is that we've known about hydrochloroquine all this time in our collective consciousness. So why? Why? Why the games? Why, why the hysteria? Why didn't or don't we implement this important drug? Which, let me reiterate one more time that we've mentioned this on the show. I think it's like 50 bucks, like the, the treatment, not, not per pill, like the entire cocktail Hydrochloroquine plus the Z-Pack plus the zinc is like 50 bucks. 50 bucks. How much is remdesnivir? Remdesnivir? Remdesnivir. Whatever that freaking drug is sold by Gilead Sciences, right? Oh, leader in, leader in antiviral uh, uh, vaccines. Uh, Gilead Sciences are uh, hopes and dreams. It's around $1,000. So you got a $1,000 cure. Treatment, excuse me. That's where I'm going, right? It's not a conspiracy theory if you are continually placed with evidence in front of you that says that the people in charge of our health care, all of the publicly traded companies that exist for profit seek profit ahead of human well-being. It's, it's right in your face. It's right in your face. And this is another example where people that hate on President Trump, who mentioned hydrochloroquine? Who mentioned it? President Trump. Very early. Very early. Mentions hydrochloroquine. Very hopeful, hydrochloroquine. We've got studies in France. Let me just, let me just pause. Let me, let me get a few stats for you because uh, just right off the top of my head, we've got the, the study in the south of France. That was the first one that we heard of. Then we've got that Jewish doctor in New York who was interviewed by Rudy Giuliani. Let's just look at some of the studies using the hydrochloroquine, the Z-Pack, and the zinc cocktail. Which, doesn't that make sense? Like, so back in 2003, 2005, right, they were using hydrochloroquine. Well, now, 17 years later, you would think that we would advance. Oh, let's, let's combine the hydrochloroquine with the zinc, and we'll throw the Z-Pack on there to fight off infection. Right? It makes sense. It's an evolution of a treatment, an evolution of a cure. Why isn't everybody pushing this? And why isn't our country open? Because we've got this cure, this treatment that clearly works so well. All right, all right. That was a bit of hyperbole. Let me go to one of my fine commercial breaks, and I'll come back with some facts and statistics. Hey. Have you ever thought about a vaporizer to consume your dry herb? 
it's the least damaging way to enjoy your flower. A vaporizer takes 99% of the carcinogens out of the smoking process. And I know the perfect vaporizer just for you. Smoke and Jays developed the perfect vaporizer over years of trial and effort. Click on the link in the show notes. It will take you to the smokeandjays.com perfect vaporizer page. And a 15% discount will automatically be applied to your purchase. It's palm sized for portability and it has three different temperature settings to customize your vaporization experience. It truly is the perfect vaporizer. You know, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is the kind of research that uh, pisses me off a little bit because it should be easy. It should be easy to go and seek out the studies of people using hydroxychloroquine. I know I pronounced it hydrochloroquine earlier. We're going to now pronounce it correctly. Hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin, that Z-pack. It should be easy, but you'd be you'd be surprised. Go and go and search it for yourself. Just just search uh, uh, chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine uh, studies. Pages of Google are dedicated to knocking down and being a naysayer about the potential of hydroxychloroquine. I mean, it's a little strange. No wonder a normie just, uh, you know, just scratching the surface, they're going to be like, well, clearly this is bad. I mean, CNN and The Guardian, The Guardian, they tell me that the, the, all the studies are flawed and it's a dangerous drug. Very dangerous. I mean, that. just look for yourself. Pages of Google. Every link. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Study flawed, studied flawed. It's, it just repeats. But we do have anecdotal evidence. We've got real life evidence. And it just, this is why it pisses me off, is, is these sources of information are the same sources of information for Russian meddling in the 2016 election, a.k.a. Russiagate, a.k.a. Donald Trump is a Russian asset. And what have we learned in all this time, three years later, that they were all full of shit. They were all wrong. They were all being spoon-fed information that they gladly took and reported on and still to this day try to stick with. Thank you, Adam Schiff even though it's been proven completely false. And the reversal is true, that the if you get to the root source of the Steele dossier and the documents that were against Trump, they were all Russians. They, they were set up, man. It was a complete setup. And so now these bastions of investigative integrity are now trying to tell you that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous and not a real treatment. I don't, I don't like to get into conspiracies where you don't have a clear motive. The motive could be as easy as profit. The motive could be as easy as 
protecting their advertisers. Hydroxychloroquine and hope are not paying the bills at CNN. But Gilead Sciences and perhaps uh, Bill Gates, I mean, they don't, maybe they're paying some bills up there in CNN. And it's ideology, too. I mean, again, The Guardian is a, is a horrendous anti-Trump Russiagate hoaxer. CNN, same way. And yet, when you search Google for these studies, for these studies, excuse me, I'm visited in studio by uh, uh, Budi Zafa in India Pale Ale. Once in a while, I might, uh, I might burp or hiccup because of my friend Budi Zafa. Anyways, you go and search that, and it's clear propaganda. It's no wonder, and that's why I started this off by saying we have to have patience with each other. So you out there right now, believer in CNN, the Russiagate hoax, and now hydroxychloroquine is actually a dangerous drug that doesn't help at all. Okay, it's fine. I know you're getting a lot of information that says that. Now let's give you some information that says the opposite. Not just that study done back in 2005, but now here we are in 2020, and we've got real cases. All right, first, let me give you a mild anecdotal story. Karen Whitsett, the uh, state representative uh, for Mi- in Michigan, came down with the coronavirus. Husband was terribly worried. Her symptoms were getting worse, and on recommendation of President Trump, they took hydroxychloroquine, and she said within hours she was feeling better. And it was getting, and just just to let you know where she was, where they were, uh, she she was on the verge of hospitalization from the COVID. Now, that's interesting anecdotal evidence. Okay, yeah, yeah, look at that. And she went on TV, thank President Trump. I mean, President Trump made a meal of it. Hey, look at this Democrat thanking me. Let me get the cameras on. Come on, show it. What's what's unclear, what I couldn't dis- discover is, did she take the zinc and the Z-pack along with it, or was it just the hydroxychloroquine? Because in some cases, the hydroxychloroquine works by itself. But I want to be very clear what President Trump is touting and what the next anecdotal evidence I have to present to you is touting is a triple threat combination, a cocktail, if you will. Azithromycin, zinc, and hydroxychloroquine. Those three together in combination. If you make yourself a sea breeze and you leave out the cranberry juice, then you just have a greyhound. Does that make sense? You need all three ingredients, cranberry, grapefruit, vodka, and you've got a sea breeze. If you leave out any one of those, you don't have the best cocktail made. In this case, the best cocktail made is the Z-Pack, azithromycin, zinc, and hydroxychloroquine. Okay, now let's talk about Dr. Zelenko in New York. 
I can't tell you what small village, whatever. He's a he's a Jewish doctor and he treats mostly Hasidic Jews. Okay? They've got a they've got a community there where they all band together and it's a small community, but yet a tight community, densely populated, aka the type of population that would be vulnerable vulnerable to a COVID spread. So Dr. Zelenko and his therapy that he studies and that he prescribes to people that come down with the COVID, a.k.a. the Wuhan flu, is zinc, azithromycin, and the hydroxychloroquine. He's treated over 500 people, zero dead, zero needed to be ventilated, and only three were hospitalized in which Dr. Zelenko said they had pneumonia and they should be fine. They aren't young people. These are all older people in the population. And what I really want you to watch is the interview with Rudy Giuliani and this Dr. Zelenko. Because a lot of times we, we read things on CNN, we watch things by people that are pundits, they're paid pundits. We don't know. We don't know their, their angle, Okay. And it's always important to see real people so that you can judge for yourself. You can use your own uh, discernment to ascertain if, some, if you think someone's being truthful or dishonest. Well, this is a compelling video because Rudy Giuliani does a great job of interviewing this Dr. Zelenko. And the whole point of all of this, as I went down the rabbit hole to begin with, it was like, hey, there's this TV show that predicted the COVID-19 in 2020, and wow, chloroquine saved the day. It's like, no, no, that they, they were just seeing studies in their time, 2003, of the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine. And now here we are, 17 years later, we're dealing with a similar coronavirus, and now we have studies and anecdotal evidence that hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin is a very effective treatment for COVID-19. But why? Why, why is there a counter-narrative? And this is what I, I always get frustrated when I talk, about, talk to my friends, because I have many liberal friends. Maybe you're a liberal out there, and you're anti-Trump, and they are anti-Trump. And I always try to ask them, why? And they always give me negativity. They see things from such negative, a negative lens. And people like me that kind of get beyond the ugliness of Trump, there's clear ugliness. It's documented. And you listen to his words and his actions, they're very positive, very patriotic and positive. They are. They are. Take time to listen. Because if you disagree with me on that point, then maybe you're not listening enough. Maybe you're, maybe you're taking time to listen more to the hyperbolic Queens New Yorker and his slander than you are when he's speaking truthful to people about the beauty of our country, the resolve of our spirit, and how together we are in this, where we go one, we go all. And when I look at the, the hyperbole and the hysteria 
around COVID and, and the way people try to knock down hydroxychloroquine, z and azithromycin, it's like, don't they want a cure? Do, do you want to wait for Bill Gates and your, and your uh, health cabal to come and give you a vaccine? What if I told you there's a treatment right now and you're going to be fine? You're going to be fine. It's the flu. And when they talk about how dangerous this drug is, when you look at the studies, take a look at the uh, dosage. They pulled the plug on a study in Brazil because the dosage was so high. It was giving people heart arrhythmia. It's, there's an interesting quote in an article I read about the Brazilian study that it's literally a quote that they were just going by what the Chinese recommended as a dosage. <laughs> oh, I mean, this world we live in. So take time. Forgive yourself. Forgive your neighbor. And look into this a little bit more. I've got all kinds of links in the show notes. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pissy about it because what, are we going to go another 17 years and another coronavirus outbreak is going to happen and, and we're going to be on lockdown and we're going to listen about how, uh, uh, how our overlords of health are going to come up with a vaccine for us just in a year and a half. Just you wait. We're going to have a lots of aborted fetal tissue and, and pig's feet in our vaccines. And sure, 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 they might hurt some percentage of the population. Wink, wink. But we'll always deny it. Or you could take this cocktail that they proved was effective in 2005 and 2020. And I mean, it, the repression of information and the negativity that's behind that repression and the motives, the financial motives that I see behind it, it's strange. And we all need to wake up, seek positivity, seek facts and seek information that you can discern yourself as accurate. Because, I, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. In my research, there's so many links, and I'll include some of those links, by the way. CNN, The Guardian, that are crapping on hydroxychloroquine. You know what they never mention in any of those articles? The cocktail, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin. All right, there you go. I'm getting tired. I think my friend Booty Zaffa is seeing me off to bed, and I appreciate you guys very much. I had a lot more I wanted to get to in this particular podcast, but we'll save it for another time. I'm looking into all kinds of things. Uh, we got Trump's pick to join the Fed. We've got um, X-22 Report, a very fine uh, podcast that's on YouTube. Um, he's got some theories regarding the Fed uh, merging with the Treasury and what Trump is trying to do there. A lot of fiscal libertarian conservatives like myself are very terrified at the debt load that we are taking on. Um, and there is some positive and hopeful theories about what he's doing. I really want to get into that. It involves uh, destroying the Fed and going back to the gold standard versus our fiat currency. 
Uh, and there is a, it's a highly complex issue, and there's a lot of debate in between, like anything. So we should never be stuck on one side or the other. We should always look to seek facts and discernment for ourselves to see through and have an open debate. Forgive each other. Forgive yourself. All right. Peace out, guys. Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Visit our sponsors, SmokinJays.com. Everything for your smoking lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.